It is a digital identity and the way that, that you are leveraging that and strategizing around it is definitely important in your job search as well. Well, for those of you like me who thought you only had a human identity, think again. You actually also have a digital one. And if you don't, you better make sure you do, especially if you're looking for a job. So today we will be talking with Irina Boras about social media, digital media, digital etiquette. And no wonder I decided to call this episode, Let's Get Digital. But before we do, let's get to know Irina a little bit better. She's a business partner with over seven years of experience starting her career in the life science industry. She's currently working for a company called Skills Alliance. They're based in several parts of the world, but she's operating out of the Swiss office and they specialize in providing recruitment services, mostly to companies in the field of medical technology and biotechnology. And by the way, to all of you out there working in the healthcare industry, in the medical field, in the pharma and the life sciences, in the essential work area, a big, big, big thank you for everything you've done and everything you continue to do. Thank you. So now I think we're ready to get this off and get digital. I'm particularly happy to have you, uh, Irina, for several reasons. And I think also the, the, the audience and the listeners will be very happy because you bring as well the recruiter's perspective, right? You being a recruiter, social media, I would imagine is the bread and butter uh, to a great extent of, of, of what you do to be able to source the right candidates, at least in the initial stages. And the second reason I'm particularly happy to have you is uh, for our listeners is uh, Irina is a millennial. So <laughs> the millennials are definitely uh, more talented, let's put it this way, in, uh, in the current technology and how to use it at best, also because it's just part of the daily life in, in a way. So perhaps there's, there's a more fluid definition between professional and personal social media is just a natural uh, new language perhaps. So Irina I'd be curious to of course know what is it that inspires you to be part of these um, podcasts and, and in this episode in particular. Thank you very much for the warm uh, introduction Paola I really like it and you are completely uh, true 100%. This is definitely something that uh, I spend a lot of time on and uh, social media is one of the tools that for us recruiters is uh, very important at the moment. Not to mention the fact that the millennial age group, let's say, uh, just to give you a bit of a stat, the majority in this uh, age group actually found their first employment through social media. I would say around 84%, according to studies, and I'm not, I'm not saying it, studies say it, that is definitely the preferred uh, way of engaging with a new employer because it's, there's more transparency and things become a little bit more personal from the very first introduction on social media. It's also from a candidate's perspective, let's put it this way, 
that it just becomes more personal because the company is also more visible. The leaders working in that company, the hiring manager is also more visible because probably active on social media. So to your point, you could put a face and a more human kind of look, look and feel to, to that process. It's a two-way street, basically. It's a platform also for the employer and the job seeker. Because the employer can market uh, themselves, can bring up uh, their story, their values, make it more visible and give people a sense of who they are. So they already know uh, what the company is all about before they even have an initial conversation, a virtual coffee or an interview. And from the job seeker side, obviously, they will be interested. Who are they going to communicate to? What is it that this company is all about? Who is it that they're going to report into? What is the team like? And it's very easy to uh, search that information up on social media, much easier than it was in traditional ways. And as I mentioned, the majority of job seekers are definitely engaged in social media these days, particularly millennials. <laughs> Great, but you know what? The other generation's got to catch up too. I mean, like my generation. <laughs> We have a few tips and tricks. Exactly. So I appreciate that because hopefully our audience is broad enough and we'll have broad demographics, which to your point, it's important, right, to make sure that we also, you know, speak to the right um, audience. But for the millennials who already know, but also for the previous generation who may learn, I do think this is going to be a valuable uh, conversation because there's always something to learn. So, you know, one of my first questions is... We understand the importance of having you know, more and more of a personal brand. And as a candidate, now I talk about a candidate position and being clear what you stand for, what's your value proposition. And for the younger, uh, let's say, the ones who are starting in the job market, it may be a little bit more complicated to start building a brand. also depends on your experience and your expertise, et cetera. But that said, it's important to have a sense of, of you know, what do you stand for? So let's assume we've done all of that. We've done our value proposition. We know what we want. We know what our passions are. We've laid out a little bit the, we've mapped out the market. Um, then we need to be out there and we need to be visible, as I was saying before. So what, before we go into the tools, right? What is your view? Uh, what's your definition of a well thought through social media strategy? I'm glad you asked this, uh, Paola, and uh, we definitely touched uh, on the subject of the of the widespread of social media nowadays. I do have to say that almost half of the world's population is engaged uh, with the social media, at least one social media account as we speak. So yes, it is part of our day-to-day -day schedules and it is part of our identity somehow, digital identity. Uh, so. Digital identity, I like that. <laughs> Actually, I'm not sure if I like it, but I mean, it is what it is, a digital identity. <laughs> Let's add one more identity. Yeah, it is a digital identity. And the way that, uh, that you are leveraging that and strategizing around it is definitely important in your job search as well. So to define, to come back to uh, your question and define a, a strong strategy for, uh, for digital uh, pursuit, let's say, for, for a job, especially in this job market where a lot of, uh, there are a lot of uh, job seekers, particularly because of 
the COVID-19 situation that we've just uh, been through and was unexpected. So the majority of people that were not necessarily in a position where they were looking for a job before are now in a completely different game. So starting off from uh, having a profile basically on one of those accounts, I obviously relate to LinkedIn the most because uh, part of my day-to-day um, activity is related to uh, LinkedIn. It's a professional platform where the majority of my candidates come from, actually. And what I'm looking for is particularly for them to have an updated profile, to have that digital identity strategized somehow. So I can see that they're including the fact that they're open to new opportunities. They're, they're communicating it to me in a way in which I can see it on this platform without even speaking. So I already know, okay, you're looking for a job. Let's see what is the next step. What type of job are you looking for? What is your why? What is it that you're interested in? Yeah, sorry, sorry to, to interrupt you on that because... Um... Again, for our for our audience, I've, do, I've often had the question in companies for individuals who maybe are actively looking but uh, are currently employed, right? So they want to keep it, uh, of course, discreet and make sure that their own colleagues in the talent acquisition area, right, are not aware that they are looking for a job. So w- when you're actually clicking on, yes, I'm looking for opportunities, right, on that LinkedIn profile, who who can see that? Who has access to that information? LinkedIn offers us uh, a possibility to actually exclude this information from your current uh, network. So from people that are employed in your current company. And that would be communicating with the external. Right possible uh, audience. So it will keep it confidential in terms of uh, your approach inside of the company. It's perfectly normal. And I I am, uh, I I know that this is definitely a topic that uh, is important for most of the the people that are employed at this point in time, but they might not be happy for whatever reason it is. So that doesn't necessarily mean that you can't go out there and create other opportunities for yourself or at least gain clarity. And LinkedIn offers us this option of actually uh, clicking on open to new opportunities, but hidden from your current uh, connections inside of your organization. So you can stay rest assured that... Uh, rest assured, guys. You can relax and uh, keep, keep open those opportunities so people like Irina are aware that you are available for new opportunities, right? This is, uh, this is how we come in here, basically. As a bridge and as an external, uh, we, I personally strive myself as being uh, neutral in this uh, process. So I can actually relate to the majority of people that uh, are looking out there and that don't necessarily have all the information that they need in terms of uh, defining if a potential career path or potential position or potential company is the right one for them. And this is why I'm here to try and clarify that for them with giving them more information about the position, the company, what they should be expecting in terms of an environment, uh, and basically what would be the steps for them to pursue a career in a particular place. Right, right, right. 
So you were saying LinkedIn is a must. I mean, it's one of those, even if you don't like social media, you know what, you have to have that strategized, let's say profile, um, ideally with a picture, ideally with a good summary of what you represent, what you stand for, right? Because it is a tool which is used, looked at, right? This is my Bible, I have to say. Seventy <laughs> percent of the okay. time uh, that uh, I spend on social media, uh, and as part of my activity, I do spend quite a lot of time on social media. But uh, if I were to give you a number, seventy percent of that time is on LinkedIn. It can be on various different platforms as well, but I consider this as the most relevant in terms of a professional approach. We also have various different platforms that I'm sure we are going to. Uh, go through in terms of what they consist of and what is their scope. But uh, to come back to LinkedIn and the way that you can present uh, your identity, your digital identity, I would definitely say that uh, it's a good place to start from. Uh, companies are already uh, using it quite a lot. So they are presenting their digital identity through LinkedIn as well. And the information that you can uh, take from this platform is mutually gratifying. Yeah, and I think that's an important point, right? Because I, I do think social media, one way or the other, tends to democratize a little bit more that process, if I may use this word, um, meaning it's more of an equal to equal type of conversation, supply and demand, but uh, you have a lot of access as a candidate as well to a lot of information. And by the way, companies, not only on LinkedIn, they're on websites, but there are other tools out there uh, that companies really keep an eye on because they're more like the trip advisors allow me that word of you know which companies are actually um, considered to be good employers or not as employees themselves tend to um, provide comments uh, as well about their employers um, for example absolutely yeah it's all out in the open uh, these yeah. days and social media is helping us achieve that uh, clarity from the job seekers perspective uh, the way that i see it and the way that i engage with my candidates i definitely see them a lot more interested in looking up uh, on the likes of glassdoor or kununu a lot of reviews on uh, the companies that they would potentially target as their next uh, employer just to see what exactly is uh, that TripAdvisor review. What are people uh, saying about it? How is it to uh, work there without having worked there necessarily? They're gathering a lot of information to be prepared when uh, they actually see or discuss with somebody face to face what that company is all about. And the same applies to uh, organizations that are looking up uh, candidates on uh, LinkedIn the likes of LinkedIn or Xing for us in the dark region here is very relevant. You can actually, as a candidate, uh, you can um, add to that social identity because you also have the function of including testimonials from your managers, from your colleagues, from your former uh, clients, suppliers, just a short note. It works exactly the same as a TripAdvisor review. It's the opposite, it's the mirror to uh, the Glassdoor review of the company. You can have the same exact thing for the candidate on LinkedIn. And, and what other tools would you say do you use? Uh, so LinkedIn, 70 or so percent of, right? And uh, which, and Xing. Xing, it's, uh, 
sing sing which is not sing but sing yes but which is very specific to a geographic uh, area what other tools would you say uh, that are a bit more global or uh, that extend beyond geographies that you look into also to to check coherence you know when you were talking about digital identity with uh, some guests we also talk about the importance of being cautious of how you show up and want just to be sure that what you're showing of yourself is really what you want to show, you know, and, and that should be coherent as well in the different platforms where you may be active in. What would your comments be already on other platforms that you may use and regarding the sense of coherence of, of, of your brand? This is actually a very important point, uh, Paola, that I'm, I'm really glad that uh, you brought up because the coherence is definitely one of the things that uh, we would be looking at. Uh, there are various platforms that are available to us uh, out there and that I personally have been using uh, myself. So apart from the, the obvious uh, LinkedIn per professional platform and Xing, precisely dedicated for the DAC region for career opportunities as well, and German-speaking cultures, it would it would definitely appeal to uh, to that culture the most. I would say there are others that can complement them. Uh, so moving on from there, I think uh, Twitter can definitely be one uh, in which you actually can gain that uh, coherence and that uh, digital identity to confirm what uh, you've been applying already on uh, LinkedIn, Xing, and so on and so forth. Here locally, let's say it doesn't have so much of an appeal. I haven't seen a lot of people uh, using Twitter and not a lot of my candidates are active on Twitter. But if you are actually engaging with uh, a large organization or an international organization, this also can show that you bring that global mindset in the game. Mm -hmm. Because Twitter is definitely uh, a platform that is used across continents, across you know, geographies, uh, cultures, it's, uh, it's pretty much for everyone. And it gives you the possibility of transparently speaking your mind, which can also show up when uh, you're potentially interviewing for an international role. This is uh, one of the things that I would suggest uh, for those people that are working cross geographies. Then we also have other platforms that we can go to and uh, I instantly can think of uh, Facebook that uh, I personally have grown up with. This was a major platform for me. This was for everything, friends, colleagues, uh, co-workers, pretty much all of the informal uh, communication that we could think of, sort of uh, the telephone back in the day. Facebook has become for us uh, this sort of platform and it also offers uh, a lot of unique settings because being it's so informal you actually have the possibility of connecting with uh, friends, uh, co-workers, family and have a lot more clarity let's say and a lot more of a deep and personal uh, communication and you can also use this in your in your job search because you will have a lot of people that you would be connected with on Facebook that will know other people in different communities potentially also leading to a community that uh, someone uh, from your desired employer 
So what you're saying is actually use Facebook as as your community network type of thing to also uh, get some leads, perhaps, right, or some some good uh, contacts that you can then further follow up through the more professional uh let's say, platform of LinkedIn. Is that a, a bit more of a millennial perspective compared to, to my generation? Or what would Definitely you... a millennial perspective, <laughs> yes. <laughs> this, is, this is what we do. And I have to say, from uh, my experience so far of seven years in uh, working in recruitment and helping various different individuals uh, progress in their career, I do have to say, the majority of them tend to be a lot more motivated when uh, they're receiving a recommendation from somebody they're already connected with, ideally from the close circle. Uh, so friends, family, exactly. and so on and so forth. Uh, the motivation is increasing because it is a word of mouth recommendation and you tend to trust more your close circle than you would uh, a third party or somebody that you've never been engaged with. So it's definitely a place to create a community and it's definitely a place to ask for recommendations when you're considering a particular position. Um, you can gain clarity, even if it's on the role or the company or the scope of this position, ask somebody in your close circle that is already in this position. It's definitely a tool to network, but it's, it's also a tool to gain clarity on your next steps. That's how I would uh, define it. So use that community to actually gain more clarity for your own job search. Okay. Well, there you go. Facebook is um, an important tool also for that. It is. It's also a possibility to um, engage in a community that is uh, looking for the same thing. So let's say we have a topic in mind. We have been speaking uh, about design thinking before, right? That we're both interested in. Uh, what I would do is I would create uh, a chat or a group in uh, Facebook and gather around other people that are like-minded, that are interested in this topic and that can share information on this topic because some of us might be beginners. For example, for me, this is a new topic. Some of us might have more information about it and they're already applying it in their current positions. So why not learning by doing this together? instead of just uh, focusing on getting as much information from the internet, which is a lot, to be fair. Right. So just to filter through that, it's uh, a lot of time and a lot of effort from our side. So again, recommendations from people uh, that you can count on will definitely be advisable in this case. So Facebook, I would use it uh, in this particular option. It can also be an option for LinkedIn. So this is not exclusive to uh, Facebook. I would definitely engage in groups of like-minded individuals on the same topics and the same industry that you are interested in. In my case, I would actually follow companies in uh, the life science sector. I would follow individuals that are leaders in the life science sector and get engaged on topics that are of mutual interest. This also creates a much better connection between uh, the people than just uh, reaching out to somebody and asking them for a job. It's, uh, it doesn't build that relationship. Exactly, and that's super important to build uh, the relationship around some sort of affinity and not purely a transactional type of uh, exchange. You know, Perhaps there's also the sense of building community around common interests 
um, if we go back and, and you put your recruiter's hat um, on, is there that curiosity as well to check out where these individuals are in other uh, platforms? Or do you, do you leave it at LinkedIn and then you take it to the other stage, which is the CV or you contact them, et cetera, et cetera? I have to say, the other day with one of my colleagues, uh, we've definitely uh, run a search on some of uh, the people that we are engaging with uh, on Google. You know, Google gives us uh, all the connections. And if you do search your own name even on Google, you will realize that all of the accounts uh, that you've registered on social media will come up. So obviously, that's your, that's your digital uh, identity right there. And it can act as a CV without necessarily being a, a traditional CV. So obviously you will see that uh, people have a coherent digital identity if they also stick to the same story on Facebook and uh, on Twitter, potentially on uh, Instagram, which is growing rapidly in users at the moment. So it really, it really depends on what you want to achieve. But I would definitely say that, uh, yes, I am one of those ones that stays behind the computer and is looking up people's names. Well, I don't know about you, but after this conversation with Irina, I strongly recommend you check your digital identity. I checked mine and I'm not sure to what extent is as coherent as it could be. That said, I hope you enjoyed this part one of this episode of Let's Get Digital. Should you want to continue to listen in, to tune in, to plug in, all you have to do is subscribe. The more we are, the wowier we know it's going to be. So thank you for listening, tuning in to the World of Work podcast, putting that while back to work for all of us. Until the next time, take care.